0: This is The Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama, unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice.
1: It was a bit of a mixed bag when it comes to which Alabama congressional members voted for the stopgap funding bill over the weekend and which did not. Those in favor were Jerry Carl, Mike Rogers, Terry Sewell, and Dale Strong while Congressman Robert Adderholt, Barry Moore, and Gary Palmer voted against it. Strong says that his yay vote was due to the fact that U.S. military personnel will not lose funding, and the next 45 days will allow for Congress to work out four spending bills that Strong referred to as the most conservative appropriation bills in history. On the other side, Congressman Robert Adderholt says his no vote was due to a lack of spending cuts and no language that deals with the border crisis. In the Senate, both U.S. Senators Tommy Tuberville and Katie Britt voted for the bill after it was passed in the House and sent to them. The state of Alabama joins other groups of states in challenging the online site called Pornhub. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall has signed on to a letter with 25 other states. That letter expresses concern about a loophole in the video uploading process that allows for victims of sex trafficking as well as minors to be exploited and monetized by their abusers. The letter goes to the parent company of Pornhub, which is Ilo, and seeks an explanation from the company as to what steps are being taken to ensure that minors are not being victimized and used for profit. State Senator Arthur Orr wants to privatize liquor sales in Alabama once again. Orr tells 1890 News that he will try in 2024 to remove liquor sales from the authority of the Alcoholic Beverage Control Board. Orr's statement comes after the ABC board made it known that they're looking to construct a central warehouse in Montgomery that would be an expansion of what they're already using there and will likely cost the state $5 million a year to lease in order to service the 168 ABC liquor stores in the state. Or says his strategy is to get the ABC board out of the retail business before addressing the wholesale side of it or argues that the state does not need to be involved in either of these business sides. Other state lawmakers like State Representative Randall Shedd and State Senator Sam Gavan are skeptical that removing the ABC board completely is the best way forward and are open to addressing the retail store aspect of it at this point. Another brawl in Alabama is making the headlines. This time it occurred at a high school football game between Pike County and Headland. The play that seemed to initiate the confrontation on the field involved a hard hit to a Pike County receiver in the second quarter. Pushing and shoving occurred at that point, but then it was broken up by referees who then issued penalties. The teams then retreated back to their positions and the receiver went to the sidelines only to collapse a little while later and and to be carried off on a stretcher. Then a massive fight broke out between the players that were on the field who were then joined by their teammates from the sidelines. The game had to be ended early and it was forfeited to Headland which had a 20 to 0 score on the board. A Second Chance Hiring Fair is coming to Jefferson County once again. District Attorney Danny Carr is working with local nonprofit organizations and government agencies to provide this workshop designed for those previously incarcerated who want to get work. The job fair will be held October 17th at the Boutwell Auditorium. Those businesses willing to hire someone with a criminal background must be willing to interview and hire the day of that event. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news... A government shutdown was averted by an extension of 45 days to the process of passing 12 spending bills in Congress. This will place the issue back up on the table in November. Those in the House will not be taking a customary two-week break in October in order to move forward with addressing these 12 spending bills in anticipation of yet another deadline coming. Some of the Democrats in the House appeared to have wanted the Senate version of this continuing resolution to pass since it offered aid to Ukraine. One Democrat from New York, Jamal Bowman, appears to have resorted to pulling a fire alarm in the Cannon building, which caused an entire evacuation of Congress. Bowman has since put out a statement saying that he was simply trying to get out of a set of doors and thought the lever was there to do that. However, security cameras have now emerged showing that Bowman did, in fact, pull the clearly obvious red lever that had the word fire written on it in order to delay the vote. Many Republicans are now calling on charges for Bowman and his actions. The continuing resolution still went on to pass the House despite the fire alarm, but it couldn't have passed without Democrats voting for it since there were 90 Republicans who voted against the CR, which was offered by their own House Speaker, Kevin McCarthy. They did so because it doesn't include any funding for the border crisis. Florida Congressman Matt Gates is now promising to take action against McCarthy this week. He spoke about it on both ABC and CNN following the Saturday night vote.
0: In January, to get the speakership, Kevin had to agree to certain guardrails on spending, and he had to agree to a process that would allow us to put some downward pressure on spending. Since the mid-90s, this country has been governed by revolving continuing resolution and omnibus spending bill. And what that means is that America's lawmakers take one up or down vote on the funding of the entire government. That is crazy. That is the reason we're $33 trillion in debt. We want to move to single-subject spending bills. He made that commitment. He broke it. And if... At this time next week, Kevin McCarthy is still Speaker of the House. It will because, be because the Democrats bailed him out and he can be their speaker, not mine. So, so when, when do you make this move? Uh, you'll be seeing it this week.
1: The man who is challenging Joe Biden in the Democrat presidential primary was called a conspiracy theorist once again. Robert Kennedy Jr. was making an appearance on C-SPAN when a woman named Sharon called concerned about the stands he makes on certain issues you are definitely not in my book or any of my democratic family or friends book a democrat um your conspiracy theories they they literally scare us the wi-fi causes cancer and 5g is is mass surveillance and and chemicals in our water cause transgender and 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 antidepressants cause school shootings
2: um you mentioned. For example, 5G, and and dismiss the fact that 5G causes cancer. But I'm representing now hundreds of of of, of men and women in this country who have gotten uh, glioblastoma, uh, classic cell phone tumors. Uh, from 5g and there's there are reams of scientific studies that show that that is happening um you you say that 5g is not used for, for surveillance is there really any american left who believes that the government is not uh, spying on the american people you know i mean edward snowden uh, demonstrated this there, i don't think you'll find a single member of congress who, if you ask them does the government spy on Americans? Will tell you no. So I, I don't understand how that's a conspiracy theory.
1: RFK did address the other issues that the woman brought up in the call and offered scientific studies to back up his claims. And then concluded with this:
2: Yeah, Of course, I have. You know, these scientific studies are listed on my website, and there and they're available to anybody.
1: Kentucky Congressman Thomas Massey made another revelation on what the government is willing to allow by way of research through the National Science Foundation. He did so by simply offering an amendment on the House floor that is against what the government is looking to do.
0: Word of my amendment, which states that none of the funds made available by this act may be used to fund any grant related to any transgenic edible vaccine. Does the term transgenic edible vaccine sound far fetched? Well, it's not. We're funding it. In fact, scientists from the University of California, Riverside, funded with your taxpayer dollars, have been studying whether they can turn edible plants, such as lettuce and spinach, into mRNA vaccine factories, thereby creating a transgenic edible vaccine. One associate professor at UCR explained that ideally, a single plant would produce enough mRNA to vaccinate a single person, We are testing this approach with spinach and lettuce and have long-term goals of people growing it in their own gardens. Farmers could also eventually grow entire fields of it. I don't think this is a good idea. I don't think the American people should be funding this. And I think and I would hope that we've learned something from the COVID experience with SARS-CoV-2, that some of our science projects aren't the best ideas.
1: That amendment was approved and passed in the House. The Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals has ruled in favor of state laws that ban transgender treatments for minors. The court was ruling on two of those laws coming from Kentucky and Tennessee. Both of those laws entail hormone therapy and surgery for those under the age of 18 who have gender dysphoria. The ruling was two to one to reject a challenge to the two states that was coming from parents of transgender children. Chief Judge Jeffrey Sutton called it a relatively new diagnosis and with ever-shifting approaches and said it's difficult to be sure about the long-term consequences if age limits are abandoned. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama.
0: Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news
1: and Alabama values.